Hi, and welcome to The Lotus Effect, a podcast about spirituality, healing, and ascending to a higher consciousness while going down some really nice fricasseed rabbit holes in the Lotus Bar, which is what we're calling our chat and kind of the vibe we're putting out. So, of course, if you are enjoying what you're hearing and uh, you want to donate to our cause. Of course, we are a value for value podcast, so you can uh, stream us Toshis and boost us and send us your Fiat Fun coupons. And oh, yeah, while we're at it, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm phone boy. (laughs) And I'm Phoenix, apparently. I don't know how that happened. We we switched roles today. I don't know. Well, that's because, you know, usually you're the one who knows what the hell's going on around here, and I'm the one that's completely clueless and, uh, you know, you, you seem to be dropping the ball and then sitting on the damn thing. <laughs> so I figured I had to be phone boy today. Uh, well, yeah, anyway. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. Welcome to episode 26, by the way. And yeah, as I say, this is, and this is definitely uh, value for value. And uh, we, we really got to experience the... Um, you know, we really, we really got to experience the benefits of the value for value um, uh, this this uh, this past week here, um, and uh, yeah, so um, we definitely appreciate all. We, so if you go to lotuseffect.show, there's there should be a link to to donate uh, your fiat fund coupons via PayPal, and uh, Sharky did that and set up a monthly donation. It's like I think it was seven dollars and sixty six cents. I think is what he set up as his as his monthly donation. We appreciate nice. that. We like that. Yeah, we thank do you, like Sharky. that. Yeah, thank you, Sharky, and I know. We've also gotten some uh, Satoshis. If you're if you're a podcasting 2.0 compliant uh, you know, listening app, you can uh, you can stream us Satoshis. We appreciate that that as well. Um, and if you don't have a podcast that allows you to stream Satoshis, well, get a better podcast. Go to newpodcastapps.com. Well, nudepodcastapps.com. That's we, right for nude podcasters. That's which, right, like us because yeah. we're nude podcasting. That's right. Um, in, in, in a new pl- nude nude podcast, nude podcasting a new place. We're in our new place. That's right. New, you know, new rebrand, new place. Same phone boy with his mute buttons and stuttering. But <sighs> if uh, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and you want to uh, play along, then uh, feel free to call and leave us a voicemail, 253-237-3321, and basically tell us anything that's on your mind, or uh, as I posted in our uh, NA uh, thing, this, um, yeah, now I'm the one sounding like an idiot. When I posted earlier today in NA, I said, uh, if you wanted to call in and uh, have a rant, feel free, because what we're going to be talking about on the show today is uh, truly, you know, what's eating you in the form of just exactly what is in the food that you are eating. It's amazing when you look at the label, uh, and it's kind of funny because Phone Boy actually invented a new game this week that we were playing in the grocery store, which is how many ingredients can you find before you call hot, fresh garbage on a product, um... And some of those ingredients include sugar in all its 111 different names, you know, dextrose, maltose, sucrose, lactose, don't get me started, and other various things that you look on a label and go, yeah, I probably shouldn't put that in my body. And, uh, you know, you all know that uh, we are an S&G and no carb, and we try to eat as clean as we can. Foam Boy's been doing it a lot longer than I have. I've literally only been doing it for the past roughly probably five six months ish and for anyone keeping score 
even though I know we just came out, today is actually Phone Boy and I's fifth month anniversary. So happy anniversary, Phone Boy. It's been nothing but an amazing ride and journey with you so far, and I so look forward to every day to come. Well, thank you. Yes, yes, happy anniversary. So, um, yeah, we, well, we had, um, you know, before we get into that, and this, this, um, let's talk about the fact that uh, we met the Podfather. Yes, we did. We went to the uh, meetup in South Carolina that was put on by Dame Jennifer, or excuse me, Viscountess Dame Jennifer, as everyone's now calling her. And, you know, congratulations to her on her, um, what do you call it, uh, peerage... Yeah, it's a title, title yeah, change. Yeah, title That's change. It. Yeah. Yeah, play, yeah, play the title change jingle, right? Oh, you know yeah, what? We we don't we're, have spo- it. we're supposed to toast here. We That's have- right. This is this is the toast and jam session. So we're going to toast. Yeah. We got a uh, bottle of Macallan 15. So uh, we, we laid a little bit of cash down on that, but, you know, completely worth it because mm-hmm. we felt that we should, uh, you know, and there I go again with the ums, ahs, and the you knows. Yeah, we felt that we should toast a proper scotch to a proper podcast of which we're fixing to lay down. So, to you, phone boy, my podcasting partner in crime, I love you and uh, thanks for everything. I love I love you, and yes, this is this is this is the good stuff. Um, yeah, when uh, we went we went down to the Ouch. liquor store today, and we uh, yeah we were we were we were picking up some whiskey for the uh, for for today's uh, little. Uh, today's little gathering of the the pedal heads we uh yeah it, it's like oh that's nice yeah i i, I was actually kind of shocked that they had mccallan 15 much less that that it was purchased yeah the look on your face when uh i grabbed that bottle and headed toward the register with no fucks to give was like wow but yeah you know uh i promised you that uh we were gonna live the good life even if it was on a beer purse and uh this is how we're starting that off yeah well this is this is definitely this is for a special occasion we gotta gotta keep this one for a special occasion yeah the only time we're gonna drink this is during show and it's one glass minimum we've got something better well i won't say better i will say we have something more economical if we want to get you know a little more lit in the blossom because of course our new place uh, Phoenix and Phone Boy are not able to enjoy the good herb. So, unless we're vaping, and uh, that's becoming more and more hard to get a hold of. So, it's whiskey for the masses. Yeah, whiskey for the masses. Uh, there you go. Um, so, but yeah, let's talk about the meetup. So, um, one thing, so just to kind of recap i actually you know we you know we started off the month at the uh, at the bemroses uh on, on the left coast uh and which we, was we, a great goddamn time if i may say so another yeah. shout out to sir bemrose and dame bemrose it was great and thank you for hosting us yeah that's right that yeah get your get your nose off my land yeah for yeah for, for sure billy bones uh we so we yeah, we you know we so again we you know we stopped by sir uh, uh, sir spencer and dame delorean's uh, and stayed there uh on our on our way on, on our and way they, to Tennessee, but then they were know. amazing hosts as well. And yeah. the the wolf pack, the whole entire thing, from the dogs to the chickens to Sir Spencer and Dame Delorean, fantastic people. And thank you again for hosting us. We really appreciated it. 
So yeah, we so I hung out and um, you know I hung out and you know in, in you know I hung out for a week um, until the, uh, the you know in Tennessee until the until the uh, Low Country level Palooza and we drove down there. So I did actually get to drive all the way across the country from pretty much from coast to coast. Um, Literally from coast to coast, if you look at it, right? Yeah, got to see all kinds of, all kinds of yeah, exactly. And it's um, yeah, it just was, we took we didn't take the most uh, efficient route, but that's not the point. We were actually trying to, um, we were, yeah, we wanted to see people and enjoy, and enjoy the enjoy things. Uh, yeah, but, this was a vacation. This was not a work thing. Even though I drive for a living, the whole purpose behind this was to relocate you to our beautiful state and also have a great goddamn time. And I think we nailed it. Oh, we did. And so, in in any case, we uh, we did. Uh, so we got to the meetup, and this is and the, and as um, you know, Adam described it on No Agenda, and it, and it, it's you know, it, it, Dame Jennifer did you know with 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 her cast of characters, uh, Margot and, and and so on. It was a great goddamn time. I, I got. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, um, I got to meet some folks that um, that I had that I've known. For the, you know, like, I we, we had, I we got had, to see people. Uh, fanboy out over phone boy and i got to see phone boy fanboy out hardcore when adam hugged him you could have just knocked him over with a feather it was the most important thing in his world at that moment was that he got a hug from the podfather and i'm blessed to have been there to see it yeah and and that's and, and i actually had a dream about it about six months ago that and i'm not sure what the circumstances were but that that i that i was able to give adam curry a hug and that you know, as I say, so that that was my, uh, you know, that was literally a dream come true to have have done that, and um, you know, to uh, yeah, to yeah, to hug the keeper too, and do all the and, and you know. I and got, by the way, they both smelled amazing. Did you notice that? Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, what you what you gave to the Podfather that was pretty. Yeah, amazing. I have cemented my myself in history. I gave the Podfather a J, and not only that, I smoked with him in a circle. While he smoked the the good good that I gave him, I was token on one of my pens. So I have cemented my place in NA history as and especially at the level Palooza because yeah, I supplied the Podfather with the good good. And uh, for anyone who wasn't listening to the voicemail or to whatever boosts I may have made on bowl after bowl, the Podfather because when I met him at the meetup, I decided that uh, I had one shot and I decided I was going to shoot my shot. And I asked the podfather if he would officiate my and Foam Boy's wedding. And that became an epic joke that we're still running with because he turned to Tina the Keeper and said, Phoenix and Foam Boy are engaged. And I said, oh, boy here we go and i tried to correct the fact that no in fact phone boy and phoenix are not actually engaged we have an agreement between us that that's not even going to be a thing that we consider until both of our divorces are very much final and stamped and sealed by the courts and even then we are not in a hurry for this we are both very happy and we're enjoying what we're doing we do not need a ring or a piece of paper to state to anyone 
including ourselves, what we mean to one another. And it was also kind of nice that we got to meet Grand Duke Nussbaum and the fact he listens to our show. Shout out to Grand Duke Nussbaum because, wow, what a stand-up guy and an amazing person to hang with. We had the most amazing time at the after party as well as at the meetup. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's the cast of characters we got to meet. I mean, it was it was phenomenal. I mean, I got... Um, yeah, I think we got. In, I, I know we got invited to go see Big Loaf down in uh, down in North Carolina uh, at some point. Uh, which, we're which definitely we, doing that. Yeah, we're definitely doing that. But anyway, we yeah. So um, yeah, that was I mean, seriously like that was that that made my my whole vacation was going and you know going down to the meetup and seeing folks. I, I ended up um, you know and it just it, it's just just amazing. Uh, yeah, I think somebody picked up my bar tab. I'm not, I'm not whoever whoever it was that picked up my bar tab at the at the meetup. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You you got schnockered for free essentially, which yeah. was pretty badass. Yeah. Because so, Phoenix decided she was going to be the designated driver, and she's glad she did because I had none other than Grand uh, Grand Duke Nussbaum in that little pissant Prius that Phone Boy owns, but News you know, bomb! I can't say anything about the Prius considering the fact that uh, yeah, I fucked my car up this weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. All I'm saying is I gotta go get my pickup truck because I cannot run my car. It's very broke. Possibly permanently. But on the lighter side, I paid off my car, so I'm actually making progress in my life, so kudos to me. All right, and you know I've got to I've got to now play the uh, I've got to play the. Back. It's a step in the right direction, after all. Yes, it is a step in the right direction, as is all the other steps that you and I have both been taking in this journey that we are on. And I have to tell you guys, uh, before we get into the meat and taters, no pun intended, and all puns intended, of this show, I just want to say we are so fortunate. We have a beautiful place to be. We went to the farmer's market today and we picked up some really awesome products. Uh, and also we found a local source for some beef and some pork. So we're very excited about that. And we're actually going to be having an interview with the owner or one of the owners of the farm that raises the pork in coming episodes. So, you know, be listening and, and looking out for that. And we told the coffee, because we bought some local coffee, which smelled amazing. And when Foam Boy brewed us both a cup, I cheated a little bit on my NS&G, much like I am this evening, because I'm actually having liquor. But the coffee was so amazing. And I added a spoonful of honey to it and some cream, which I've never done before, but it really brought out the chocolatey notes and all the deliciousness of it. So we did tell the guy who we bought the coffee beans from, like I said, it's a local place, a local vendor, I guess you'd call it. And we told him we'd give him a shout out. So um, phone boy's going to give a shout out to the coffee guy. Yeah. So it's, um, I think it's got yeah. So it's, it's Up Tempo Coffee Company um, here in Crossville. We we uh, managed or that yeah they um, yeah yeah obviously the coffee sourced from you know the usual places, but it was it's roasted here locally. It's always nice to um, support the local economy. It was nice to um, to go down to the farmers market and uh, yeah and go see what what's what's out there. So. Um, now, of course, you might ask the reason why do I have honey in the house? Well, first of all, honey is not, you know if, if you talk if you talk to to Vinny, honey's not. Is definitely no sugar, no grains. Now, the only reason I will say the reason I bought honey 
uh, I bought it. Um, I bought local honey specifically because I was having allergies once I um, once I got to Tennessee because yeah, and all the, the flora and fun are all different here. So, um, you know, just a little bit of local honey kind of. Um, you know, you, you get all the local pollen and everything, and it kind of helps with the it helps with the allergies and, you know, fuck a big pharma. Right. So. Um, so, it's, you know, just just a little fuck bit of honey. big pharma in a big way. Matter of fact, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, <laughs> I did not plan well for this trip to the farmer's market. So I had no actual Fiat Fun coupons on me. I had only the plastic in my wallet. But we are going to go back next week because there is a guy who sells um lion's mane mushroom and there's another one i cannot remember off the top of my head oh look at that phone boy with my phone boy with my back it's a turkey tail and oyster mushroom mushroom there you go the tongue that i promise you the tongue is not drunk yet but yeah it's very tongue-tied but yeah he has two he has two main tinctures uh, which is the lion's mane mushroom and the turkey tail oyster mushroom tincture. And it ha- he hands out the, what would you call this? It's not really a pa- the paper, I guess, for what they're good for. So long story short, Phoenix is going to have some Fiat Fun coupons next week. And she's going to go get some of this tincture and see if it actually helps. Because fuck Pig Pharma. Yeah, fuck Pig Pharma. I agree with that. Um so yeah, I, um, yeah, and I actually this is um, I, there's an aside that when uh, when when Phoenix passed the Podfather of Jay, um, that uh, he he turned to me and said she's a keeper. So, so now I'm officially known as Phoenix the Keeper. There you go. So say the Podfather. Yeah. Well, much like the you know Phoenix and Fumboy are engaged. So yeah. say the Podfather. Yeah, there you go. I think that, that I think that's a good that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yes, so, you know this is yeah. That's that's actually something. Yeah, but that, that's yeah. We're, we're gonna go with it. Um, you know, of course he also he also said you know phone boy is single. Well, not anymore. But <laughs> well, that was the original thing. You know, anyone who listened to our coming out, I'm pretty sure we if if I'm not mistaken, we played that clip of you know girls go get your phone boy, and I actually did get a chance to tell the Podfather himself that when he made that statement that we had made a clip of and played on our coming out episode that, yeah, it was already too late because I already had you. Yeah, that was, it was great to tell them that story. Um, and uh, yeah, it's funny, if you ever, you've listened to Curry and the Keeper, you know that um, I, I enjoy listening to that just as a, the relationship. I love that show. I, I, and I can't remember if you were there when I told them that there's literally times listening to that podcast that like, I need a cigarette afterward because I mean, it just, the the passion that you know the the passion and the energy that flows between the two of them i could only deign to have and you and i have some pretty good chemistry passion and electricity that flows between us well keep in mind they've been at it a little bit longer than we have so you know there, there's that whole thing so um, not really actually they have, well okay yeah I guess they kind of have, haven't yeah, they? they have. Been together like for some years. Yeah. All right, never mind. Sorry, I had a brain hiccup for a second. I was, I was actually going kind of, you know, metaphorical and uh, celestial on that one with, you know, the whole twin flame thing, which we'll talk about in another episode. So carry on. Yeah. So anyway, we so after we drove back, we took we actually took possession of our new place, and yeah, 
And the, the good news is it was fully furnished. Well, by fully furnished, meaning it had, you know, a lot of the big furniture, but, um, you know, I, I still needed tables on which to uh, do the work that I do. Um, but we also needed to fill up the fridge. And uh, so our first trip, um, you know, to, uh, you know, one of the first things we had to do, of course, was, uh, you know, go to Costco, go to Walmart and buy a bunch of stuff. And, and yeah, that meant buying food because we had nothing in the fridge. Yeah, and that's actually where the basis for this um, particular episode came from is because we never know what we're going to do from week to week. We just kind of, um, we just kind of, I don't, I don't want to say we guess at it because we don't guess, but we, we let the universe basically tell us what we should do as far as the show goes. And the universe was screaming when we were on our shopping trip at Costco about the fact that there's just no, you know, finger quotes, real food anymore. It's just so difficult to find things that don't have a bunch of what we affectionately refer to as hot garbage because everything either has some form of sugar or it has a grain or it has a starch. I mean, there's very limited in what you can find just ready made, which we'll go into as well, because we really are an instant gratification nation, as I have coined the phrase. We want everything now. We don't want to have to wait for it. And convenience is king. And unfortunately, it goes back to something that Phone Boy has said before, which is you can pay now or you can pay later. I personally would rather not pay the extra money for the convenience and also get a quality product that I make, not having it pre-made and having had a lot of additives put in it so that it will stay good. Yeah. And um, it's, so slight digression. Um because of course we, we we have those in the um, you know in the in the podcast here. And by the way, if you guys want to weigh in on any of this stuff, um, yeah, leave a voicemail at two five three two three seven three three two one. We'd love to hear. Uh, from yeah, you. we want to hear what your opinion is. Do you read labels? Do you and and now or in the future? I mean, if you're listening to this a month or two months or two years, you know, feel free call in to 253-237-3321 and leave us a message about do you read labels what's your thoughts on what you're reading on those labels and quite honestly uh do you know what you're looking at or what you're looking for so my my brief digression on this and it's it's relevant is for when i was a kid so my mom was uh you know her her big thing with like cereals it's what i remember it specifically is does the cereal have preservatives in it? Um, BHA or BHT, I think were the, the, the two that um, that I remember as a kid. And so, you know, so I got, I, I kind of got a lesson, you know, very early in my life on reading labels. Um, labels have just gotten worse. And of course, you know, there's all kinds of things, um, you know, in ter- you know, on labels. And it, it's, you know, I look at it this way. If you don't understand what the ingredient is when you read it, you probably don't need to eat it. That's probably an easy way to, to start it out, but, um, you know, what, again, what we're looking for in a label is, you know, again, uh, stuff that's not a sugar, a grain, or seed oil. Well, let me, and let's sort of help you. you know, so let's define each of those three things. What's a sugar? Well, there anything is, that ends in OSE. Most likely, yeah, that, that for, sure, for sure that, but there's also maltodextrin, right? Uh, actually, um, the the process by which cornflakes are uh, or that you know or, or dextrinization is is some, is actually some, you know the the burning of of, of of corn to make sugar or whatever it's it's also the the, the byproduct I guess is cornflakes um, so yeah corn and yeah 
Just remember that cornflakes were created to stop masturbation, which, you know, that should tell you, like, yeah, that should tell you all you need to know about should you eat cornflakes. Are you serious? Cornflakes were literally invented to stop masturbation? Yep, that go, that goes. But that, yeah, you look at uh, the the Kellogg brothers. That that's uh, um, hey, meet us. There's you a fun fact for your Friday. Cornflakes were made to stop masturbation. Yeah, and actually stop to make you uh, less uh, virile and whatever. So, and it, and if I, and actually that makes a lot of sense. If you stop, you know, again, you um, yeah, you eat a bunch of grain, your dick don't work. Yeah, well, a lot of other things stop working too, like your entire body. Uh, so. Um, that's a yeah and I, I think there's something to that to that agenda right as far as um you know what you can do um or what you should be doing um or, or you know eating right it's yeah i think i think that i think the whole vegan diet thing is all about making you weaker and, and you know more compliant as opposed to actually being strong and everything so um but yeah there's it's a whole it's uh yeah the, anyway but that, so i got a lesson very early in reading food labels but the but as far as like the, the the different things that you look for, um, so yeah, sugars, right? And and I went and I'm going to throw in all of the, the the fake sugars too, right? I don't care what the so yeah. Uh, I know Vinnie Charterich likes to say this that ultimately your liver's a meritocracy; it doesn't really care where the sugar comes from. So there, there's no difference between sugar from you know I don't know sugar sugar from let's say uh, you know corn versus um, you know uh, you know I don't know beet sugar versus cane sugar versus uh, honey, right? It's you know, it's all sugar. It's all bad. Now that now, fake sugar is a whole different thing. Um, you get some of the yeah. You may not get your blood sugar spiking from from it, but there but there's all the other bunch of other things that go on too. And you know, personally, like aspartame sends me to the bathroom. So uh, okay, so I want to jump in on this uh, because I used to use like Splenda and stevia and all that. Now stevia. Okay, so. The thing with stevia is it's kind of a catch-22. Much with anything else, the more processing you do to something, the less beneficial it becomes. And that being said, stevia is a really good product in its natural form, which is a plant. It's a leaf. If you take those leaves and you muddle them, ta-da, no processing. I don't consider that sugar. Is it sweet? Absolutely. But it's sweet in nature. There's nothing that has to be done to that product to make it sweet. It just naturally is a sweet plant. And to me, okay, honey is kind of processed in the sense that honey doesn't just exist in nature. The bees get the pollen. They do that whole thing thing. They seal it up in the hive and then you extract it. There's process in that. You can't just walk out to your garden and pick a leaf of stevia and chew it and mmm, it's sweet. I mean, I'm sorry, with honey. You can't just walk out and scoop some pollen up out of a, you know, a flower and, you know, mmm, it's sweet. Where with the stevia plant, you know, grab a leaf and chew on it, mmm, it's sweet. To me, that's a safe sugar. If there is a safe sugar out there, it's probably the only one that be, that could be considered a safe sugar. But the stuff that you buy in the store that's labeled as stevia, yeah, that's gone through a process of some sort. It's not the leaf itself. So that too needs to be stayed away from. Well, let's just, let's just talk about traditional fruits, right? If you're talking about, let's say an apple or you know, versus apple juice, right? Yeah, there's, there's, there's sugar in, in, in an apple. Even the Granny Smith said I like to have some sugar in it. But ultimately, there's a lot of other stuff that comes along with a ride in an apple, right? So you got you, you got all the pulp and everything that that ultimately means that yeah, you're getting yeah, you're getting some sugar, but you're also getting a bunch of other stuff that's that that it's you know again it's it's if you're if you're trying to 
um, I don't know if you're, if you're, tr- if you're trying to um, really lose weight. Yeah. Maybe I'd avoid, I'd avoid it at least at the beginning. If you're trying to get acclimated to not having, uh, not eating sweet all the time, I probably wouldn't start with the fruit, but you know, if you're eating fruit in season based on where you are, fine. You know, you know, it's like, you know, it's th- I think that like the rainier cherries is a great example of this, right? The rainier cherries are, um, you know, they're in season for like a few weeks. You eat a bunch of them and you're done. Right. And, you know, that's, you don't, you don't get to eat them again. So I think it's important. Yeah. Anything with a, with an, with an, um, you know, with an os on the end of it is, is, is sugar. And, um, and it really doesn't matter where it comes from. Um, and we, we, we just, yeah, just avoid it. Right. And, and, and here's a trick that the food companies do. So there, there's a, there's a couple things, right? So first, if you, if you look at, okay, so when we're playing this game, um, you know, you can find, you know, it's, it's almost count the number, uh, um, yeah. It's count the number of ingredients before you hit the ingredient that we call hot garbage. So but, a sugar, a grain, a starch, or a seed oil. No, but what I'm talking about here is actually the number of sugars that they put in. And and here's a, tr- and here's a trick that they do. Uh, so uh, Yeah, you have to love looking at a label and seeing this many grams of sugar plus this many additional. Like, why didn't you just add it to the original total? Because you lying motherfuckers know that you're already putting way too much sugar in it to begin with. You're trying to sneak it in in the back door. Well, no, they're so they put it. OK, so so here, here are the two. Tri- here is the, the, you know, the, the tricks. If. There are multiple in, in, in some products, there are multiple forms of sugar. There are multiple oses. There are multiple, you know, you know, they put cane sugar, they put high fructose corn syrup, they get whatever, you know, all of the different in many, many different varieties. If they put in less than a half a gram, they can round it down to zero. And at, you know, and then, and then, you know, then they add up all the, you know, add up all of the, um, you know, and you could, you, you have multiple ingredients that are less than a half a gram per serving. It's, it's rounded down to zero. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, you know, it's, but at some point I think it, it does, you know, the, the total sugar does ultimately show up somewhere, but, um, you know, when they talk about added sugar that you may not get that number, but ultimately they got to tell the truth somewhere, but it's, but it's, um, um, but yeah, they're, they're, they purposely put in multiple forms of sugar to make it look healthier than it actually is, or, or may, make it look like it's less hot garbage than it really is. Well, it's, it's funny you're mentioning that because my mother decided through a bit of poking and prodding from you and I to go, you know, no sugar, no grain, no anything like that. And she calls me the other day and says, why I started cutting sugar out of my diet. I said, okay, what did you do? Well, I didn't put any sugar in my coffee. I said, but you put milk in it, didn't you? Well, yeah. I'm like, yeah, mom, milk has 16 grams of sugar. You're not doing yourself any any better than you were by putting sugar. I mean, yes, the fact you didn't put sugar in your coffee. Okay, congratulations. That is a step in the right direction. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, really happy that you did that. But at the same time, yeah, you put milk in your coffee. You have to put heavy cream. Again, look at labels and know what you're looking at. And by the way, for anyone listening to this, if you have questions about how to eat clean and cut out the sugar and all of that, feel free to email phone boy at phone boy at lotus 
I'll have to figure that. I think it's. I think it's. I have to figure out the email bit of this. Uh, but you can. You can anyway. You can contact me. I'll figure it. We'll figure it out. I think. I think the old. I think it's still lotuspodcast.net. I don't know. I'll have to go look at it and play. We've been kind of busy. With yeah, all this. I, I know we have, but we want to make sure that we give a product of quality to our listeners. So if we have an apt email that they can send any questions. Well, you or can send it to phoneboy@gmail.com. That'll for for sure work. So. Um, yeah, your email will get your personal email will end up getting flooded well, with questions uh, yeah, about NSNG. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so anyway, um, here. So yeah, that and that, but that's just one. That's just one thing to worry about. And there's there's many sugars. Now let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about grains. Well, we know what a grain. Well, and, and we kind of throw potatoes in there. You know, certainly like this. Potatoes you know, are a starch, though. I don't consider potatoes yeah, a grain. But, uh, Those Vinny, are a starch. Vinny says potatoes are bad, and I'm and I'm and honestly, I know from my own. Um, I, oh, I, they are bad. They're they're hot yeah. fucking garbage. Well, yeah, but they taste delicious. I well, mean, let's just admit it. Yeah. Well, again, you know, potatoes. You're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna eat a raw potato by itself. It's it's you know it's you know it's putting in the bullshit. I used to eat raw potatoes all the time. Take a little salt, sprinkle it on there, bada. Bing, bada, boom. Oh, there you go. Well, um, anyway, that, so, yeah, so, but we're looking for grains. And so, yeah, um, again, I don't know. It's, um, uh, grains are highly processed, at least in the, you know, at least in modern food, right? It's, you know, maybe ancient grains uh, processed and traditionally, you know, very, you know, you know, old world techniques, maybe. And I'd only have a little bit, maybe at that. Um, but uh, but yeah, anything that's a grain or or potatoes probably not good or legumes that kind of thing, um, you know, um, are potentially problematic. Um, but I think where we get all where, for the same reason. Yeah, for the same reason. It. Yeah, it's it's all the processing now. Seed oils. Let's talk about seed oils for a second here. This, Wait a minute. It's no. It's not even the processing because you can get dry legumes. And there's no processing involved. You soak them in water and you prepare them. There's no processing involved. The problem comes in in and of itself is that it's got a high carb count in it and carbs turn into sugar. So just keep the beans out your mouth. Yeah, and you should, and yeah, and but there's, and there's, yeah, definitely, and there's yeah, all kinds of beans you should probably avoid. But now, where we get into trouble is seed oils. Now, um, I could put, I could do a point on. So you could the do only, a whole oh, damn show on the evils because, of seed oil. Yeah, and we, the I think we, that the marketing we, is. Yeah, so. Um, the only oils that are really, that are okay. Now I'm going to, there, there's caveats to all of this, right? Um, it boils down to olive oil and I mean hundred percent pure olive oil, not the stuff that's in, that's in most, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that's sold in your grocery store is cut uh, with seed oil. Exactly. It, they don't have to tell you, um, that, yeah, they don't, they, you know, they, they, and this is not just true in the United States. It's true in a lot of other countries as well. And cause Real olive oil, you can taste that. You, you 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 get you know your typical store bought um, you know olive oil, and you get you know some real stuff. There's a clear difference between the two. And you yeah, and don't it. think that just because it comes from Italy that it's 100% olive oil. It could still be hot, fresh garbage. Exactly. Which and that's so. I'm always so the only olive the only oils that are generally safe um, to eat. Well, first, so I would so I would say like. Um, Avocado oil, as long as it is definitely pure. Yeah, and it's hard, and again, it's hard to know, right? With that, uh, same, you know, so olive oil. If you can get pure olive oil, that's great. Uh, Butter is great. Lard is lard is great. Although you want to source that. We uh, actually um, 
and and I was going to buy some at the farmer's market today from the farm. And I'm sorry, I don't have its name, but I can post it in the show notes if everybody's interested. But there isn't, or I'm sorry, there is a local farm here in, I'm not sure if they're in, I think they're in Crossville, which uh, is, is great, you know, because that's where we are is in Crossville. And they have... Uh, what the hell? I cannot remember the name of what this beautiful lard that they... Oh, I know what it was. It was like vegetable... No, it wasn't vegetable lard. Shit. What was the name of that pig fat that I picked up? She had two different sizes. It was like leaf lard or something. That's what it was. I think it was like leaf lard or something. But anyways, so this farm, um, they raise pork. And they're these unique kinds of pigs. And... Uh, they're the ones that we're going to be doing the interview with. And they they are feeding their pigs a species-appropriate diet, which isn't full of hot garbage. So we are very excited to taste the difference once we get our order of bacon and pork chops from them. We're very much excited to taste the difference between the meat that we just bought at Costco out of, you know, pure necessity and what we get from the locally sourced. Because I personally, and I'm pretty sure you agree, I'm willing to pay more for my meat knowing where it comes from. I think that it's very important to know where your food comes from. It's it's very, very beneficial when you're trying to eat clean. Well, yeah. And and honestly, yeah, I think given all these supply chain challenges and stuff, getting stuff locally sourced is probably better than um, getting something that has been sitting on a, that may be sitting on a truck. And yeah, this is where my, where my uh, podcasting partner in crime. Yeah. She, she knows that industry fairly well. And yeah, there's a, lots of fun things in there. Um, but, um, so butter, the amount of lactose in butter is actually very, um, is minimal, right? It's it, butter is basically, it's basically milk fat, right? So there, so yeah, there, you know, cream. Yeah. If you're talking about heavy whipping cream, yeah, it has a negligible amount of lactose. Um, but it's certainly less lactose than say, um, you know, if you, if you uh, non-fat milk where it's milk, that's, you know, whereas all the fat's been taken out, you get, you know, and so. quite honestly. Okay. And, um, I promised you that I would make you some homemade butter and I still have every intention to do so. As a matter of fact, we have some heavy cream in the refrigerator. I might just get, uh, depending on how long this show runs and how drunk and stoned I get, I might actually make you some uh, homemade butter tomorrow because I've got a whole like shit quart of heavy cream that I could just whip off into some homemade butter. There's actually a a lump of homemade butter from uh, my attempt at making whipped cream on the truck that turned into butter and I said, fuck it. But um, I love making homemade butter. And quite honestly, that's another product that, you know, I know where the hell it came from because I made it. And I'm big into making my own. And I'm I'm actually going to touch on that. We have a local um, dairy that it's it's not terribly local it's in Sweetwater and they are called Sweetwater Valley Farms shout out to them i love their products they make cheese that will just oh my god the variety is insane check them out online and we have some to go on the chili that i'm currently simmering on the stove as we're doing our show tonight and so i had to shred up this cheddar because you can't have a good chili without some cheddar and sour cream there's just rules to this shit so I, you know, I love their product and I could have bought already shredded cheddar 
But if you, again, look at your labels, when you look, you would think, oh, it's just cheese, but it's not. There's all these preservatives. There's actually a starch in there to keep the the pieces of shred separate. It, it almost kind of reminds me of flour because it's a starchy thing. But I definitely, I'll put in the work to grate my own cheese to save myself from that evil that is a processed, you know, shredded food. Yeah. So yeah, you pay for convenience is really what it comes down to. And, and I think that's a, that's a, um, yeah, that's a thing. And so, um, you know, as far as the chili goes, this, this chili has, um, you know, um, you, you know, the, this is, this is, uh, I'm trying it's a problem with problem when you're, you got multiple threats going on here. So, um, yeah, we're not doing, yeah, we're certainly not doing beans in the chili the because, chat hey, man, and talk to the audience. That's how this works. Remember, I, I'll handle the chatters. Yeah, I, I know. And I'm trying to write down, I'm trying to write down show titles here as, as I, um, you know, as we go, this is part of what I do, you know? Yes, I know you're, you're a consummate professional, except for when you're naked and trying to podcast on a fucking inflatable <laughs> ball. <laughs> oh my. But anyway, we, so, um, yeah, where were we? We were talking, we went down the, again, we went down a fricassee rabbit hole. We were talking about labels, but actually I want to circle back real quick, um, to the farmer's market because I actually purchased some microgreens today. And for anyone out there who doesn't know what a microgreen is, it's it's kind of interesting. They're actually the vegetable greens harvested just after the cotyledon leaves have developed uh, with one set of true leaves. So we bought some sunflower and we bought some broccoli. And I have to say the sunflower microgreens are super meaty. Um I, I can't wait to drizzle a little bit of the dressing that's NSNG on it and uh, have a little snack. And I will be damned if I can remember. We'll have to give them a shout out next week because I'll be back there. This woman makes dried lavender wreaths and I am elated to buy one and put it on our front door because I love me some lavender. Well, if you'll talk for a second, I can actually find the place because... The, the I will be more than glad to run my mouth. It's what I do best. And the the, uh, the scotch and whiskey is starting to, <laughs> starting to uh, you know, affect me. So, but yeah, um, microgreens are truly, um, they're just amazing. And we also, we bought some candles from this place uh, that are called Grace Hill Candle. We bought a... We bought a vanilla and a lavender because, again, I'm a lavender fan and she had a lot of lavender products. And it's actually a really beautiful jar with a wooden stopper and, oh, they've got wooden wicks. And, uh, yeah, you know what, phone boy? I think we should light this vanilla candle unless you want to light the lavender one because they both smell amazing. Let's let's light the vanilla. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna light this vanilla candle and uh, shout out to Grace Hill Candle for having an amazing product. But yeah, so we we bought these microgreens and probably within the next day or so, you know, because I've got to go back to work tomorrow night. Lay sad. We are going to munch on those microgreens and they're really good for us. You know, we again everything that's at the farmers market by where we live, which is literally like a five minute walk. I could not have asked for more uh, when eating clean than to have found an amazing place where we were able to find, you know, beef, pork, and all these wonderful vegetables. And I know that as the growing season goes on, there will be more vendors that come to our uh, Saturday and Wednesday 
farmer's market for us to procure their goods. Yeah. And I actually, yeah. So, um, yeah, like and this. Yeah. I, I, if you can eat the food that's local, that's that's probably better than eating food that's uh, that comes from somewhere else, uh, whether you like meat or, or veggies or, or a little bit of both. And also, you know, supporting local economy because, you know, fuck Bo Jiden, that fucker. Any anybody. And I know we all have had to go to the pump lately. It just keeps getting worse and worse. There just feels like there's no relief in sight, especially with Memorial Day right on our heels it's it's only going to keep getting worse so god forbid when i have to put gas in my truck which drinks gas like you drink scotch yeah it's gonna it's gonna hurt the wallet no doubt oh yeah um that was the one benefit of uh driving across the country in a prius is i mean yeah no shit like you you crank it up and then you pull the rip cord and you know she'll run for you know a good you know 400 miles on a tank of fuel Oh, my, at least my car is currently running. So. Fuck you, phone boy. That was a lower shot than you've ever taken at me. You're right. My car is seized engine. Thank you very much. I may lose my car if Hyundai doesn't uh, honor the factory warranty. I may have just paid off a fucking lawn ornament. So thanks for hitting me where it hurts, phone boy. I thought you cared. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, well, I, I, could, I could be sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't lying. Well, actually, you have a phone here in in the. You have a phone. Fuck, I guess the scotch is wearing in. Uh, you have a bed in your in uh, in our studio, which also doubles as your work office. So I don't think there's going to be any couch with as many bedrooms and beds are in existence in this particular place. I don't think you're ever going to sleep on the couch. You may not sleep next to me in the bed, but because you, you may be in the doghouse, but there's a plethora of other beds that you can occupy, and they're all linened up because you know. Apparently in this place, when uh, fully furnished means fully fucking furnished. I mean, no lie, ladies and gentlemen. This place came with linens and comforters on the bed, pots and pans and dishes in the cabinet. It was literally just buy your groceries and come on in. Yeah, well, yeah, but of course that means you have you still have to buy a few things that they, that they don't have or they're, you know, they're not as... Uh, um, you know, they're they're yeah. We've had to, we've had to buy a few things because they didn't have certain things, or they or what they had was uh, maybe inadequate for our needs. Yeah. Okay. I I take it back. We had to actually buy a shower curtain and you know some toilet paper and whatnot. But I mean, for the most part, for what we're paying for this place a month and what we got for it, like I don't know in what universe and what God I pleased, but uh, I'm really glad I took that opportunity because holy wow, this place is off the chain. I love the fact that we can walk out on our balcony um, from the master bedroom and just, you know, smoke some of the good good at the early hours of the morning. Nobody's giving you any shit. Uh, the last couple of times when we've done it, there's been a nice breeze blowing. And last night, um, you know, I can either confirm or deny we got a little high and there was just this most beautiful starry sky that we were standing under on our balcony. And yeah, I mean, I've often said that East Tennessee is the closest thing to heaven that, you know, if there is a God that uh, was created. But I have to say that pretty much uh, everything but the western part of Tennessee and even some parts of it are pretty. Uh, yeah, closest thing to heaven if there is a God that uh, exists. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Driving around here, I've had to I've had to do a lot of driving this last week, and uh, you know, or, well, really this whole month, I've I put more miles on my car this month than I think I've than I put in put on my car like the last probably couple of years. Um, 
for sure. Yeah, you actually hit uh, 33333. So, you know, ding, ding, pick it up. That's the magic number. That's right. Um, it's the first time, yeah. This, yeah, five-year-old car only have 30, you know, 30, I guess it's now 34,000 miles or something like that. But it's uh, Here's the thing, though. Now that I've paid off my car, even if the motor is seized, okay, and I have to give up that car, my heart will hurt because I do love the amazingness of that car. And it is on me, okay? I screwed up. I admit to it all day long. But the long and short is I'm not screwed. I have a pickup truck that I can use. And, you know... That this is a life lesson, maybe a, a painful, expensive life lesson, but I don't have to jump right back into a car note to be able to have a vehicle. It's just going to cost me a little bit at the pumps. But overall, you know, I will not. I mean, yeah, I'm still going to break your balls about your Prius because let's just face it. It's a fucking Prius. But overall, yeah, it's a good car. And I'm glad to be able to get from point A to point B with it. And also it brought us from coast to coast, essentially. Yeah, my Prius may have no balls, but it takes no shit. Larry fucking Larry. That's right. Um, so I was going to talk about seed oils, and 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 so, well, let's first of all, let's just let's just I, I, just to reiterate what we'd actually what actually what we see on a label, what what oils are okay, right? Um, I just just to, just to reiterate. So basically, olive oil, if you know it's real olive oil, avocado oil, if you know it's real avocado oil, and it may those things could be there, um, lard. Um, tallow, uh, coconut oil, uh, coconut oil. um, Yeah. So we have a gigantic, when we went to Costco, y'all, okay. Phone boy bought this holy crap, huge jug of coconut oil of which I just opened tonight to make the chili. And I'm hoping, you know, that it doesn't add any degree of sweetness. Cause last time I cooked with coconut oil, I did, uh, I sauteed spinach in it and you could really taste the coconut. So I'm hoping that it's not going to turn into a, uh, you know, a version of Cincinnati chili minus the cinnamon with the sweet in the chili because I don't do sweet chili at all. It's a sacrilege. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Cincinnati, yeah, Cincinnati chili is definitely not my favorite. So uh, certainly, it's hot garbage. Yeah. I'm sorry, anyone out there who enjoys cinnamon in your chili, uh, seek therapy. Seek therapy. <laughs> we could all we could all seek therapy, but. Um, so regardless, okay, and um, so why are seed oils so bad? Well, if you find out how, so um, if you if you if you do do a little history lesson on these oils, um, and by the way, canola yeah. oil is rapeseed oil, fake folks. Let's not be um, fooled by the hype. Hot garbage. Yeah, right. Yeah, but in all in. If you figure, if you understand how these oils are made, they're certainly not, you're not just squeezed out of the, the plant. There's a, there's a whole refining process that happens. And in fact, actually, um, I think it was cottonseed oil. Um, the original usage for that was uh, lubricating machinery. Uh, and, and, you know, like, that should scare anybody who hears that. Yeah. Let that sink in. The shit you're putting in your body was literally meant to lubricate machinery. Think about that. Yeah, and not our kind of machinery, and and they're highly inflammatory in a sense, and they, um, yeah, and and honestly, they they're not, um, yeah, you don't want to if you you find out how they're made, you wouldn't want to consume them. I and mean, le- and let's be honest, okay, when you start eating clean, and and we'll talk about this later, but when you start eating clean, even something as simple as consuming something um, that may have a seed oil in it. I know we were listening to a episode of 
um, Vinny Tortorich's uh, Fitness, Fitness Confidential, that's the name of it, uh, his podcast. And he was talking about they had gone out to eat and uh, one of, uh, I cannot remember her name, his co-host, I think it was. Uh, Anna Vaccino. Yeah, that's it. Anna Vaccino was talking about how she wasn't feeling right and come to find out there's this product. Now, I didn't even know about this product, but it's called Swirl. And it's literally what the food industry... It's actually called Whirl. Whirl. I'm sorry. I thought it was Swirl, but it's Whirl. Okay, so it's called Whirl. And I don't know if anyone else out there has ever heard of this. I had never heard of it. And I've worked in the culinary industry, as you all know, you know, classically trained chef. And I've, I've worked in a, a kitchen or two. But long story short, this product, they are passing it off as butter at places that, you know, I'm not going to drop any names, but uh, a big seafood chain uh, that has cheddar biscuits that everybody loves. Yeah. What in the actual fuck, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to charge those prices for seafood. And I understand, okay, there's a markup on everything, but come on, real butter is not that expensive and you can buy it in gigantic blocks. Stop doing that because it's nothing but hot garbage. And she was saying that with the fact that she eats clean, when she ate this, and then she was like, God, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling right. And come to find out it was because of that fake ass butter that they were claiming was butter that was actually whirl that had that seed oil in it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take a, I'll tell a story from my travels, right? So, um, yeah, I, when I... When I eat out, when I eat out on, on this road trip, I can't tell you how many people we, we have, we've stopped at different places for breakfast. And, and um, when I ask for the number of eggs that I eat, uh, the 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 waiters and, and, and you know and, and Phoenix it will confirm locks all this. their brains up because I, I have seen. I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this man has eaten a dozen eggs at a time. I've seen it happen. I've been the one who cooked the eggs. Okay, so he's nice to these people. He only orders like six extra eggs, but usually the breakfast that he's ordering comes with either two or three eggs standard anyway. So the look on the faces of the servers when you tell them you want six extra eggs, they kind of do a double take and they're like, I'm sorry, did, did I hear you right? It's like, yes, you heard right. Six eggs. And yes, he will consume all of them and more if you give them to him. He is a protein consuming monster. Yeah, but there is a different, and I, I can tell you just, there's a huge satiety difference between, you know, again, what the, what are they cooked in, right? So when 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 you get them at you know you know at at a, at a, at a most restaurants, I can answer that question because I've worked in the kitchen before. You don't want that answer from boy because I can tell you it's hot fat garbage. Of course it is, and, and I know this, right? It's probably canola. It's probably you know canola oil or something like that, right? It, you know, or, or worse, right? It's it's not avocado, coconut, or butter, which is what butter. you which is what you would want. So or the good olive. So yeah, so it's hot fast. Okay, so when I so when I cook a dozen eggs at home, it's a different level of satiety because I'm cooking it in butter, right? And I'm cooking it in you know decent butter and, and, and okay. And we're gonna fricassee rabbit hole on this one really quick. So you guys gotta love this. And we're going to include the recipe in the show notes. We made this thing that has been what Phone Boy called it, because that's what Vinnie Tortorich called it, was protein on protein on protein crime. I call it 3P crime. I don't care. Basically, it is a pound of ground beef, a pound of Italian sausage, jar of marinara, and then some eggs. We kicked it up a notch because that's how we do it here in our home. And we added some three-year-aged Cabot cheddar 
to this sauce that the, that Vinny calls gravy. And usually you poach the eggs in the quote-unquote sauce. I like my eggs a little more done. I'm just kind of one of those people. So I ended up, we ended up frying the eggs. I put mine on the bottom and then put this meat concoction, this gravy, which is the meat and the sauce uh, mixed together. And you don't drain anything. That was the first thing that was really interesting to me is you keep all that fat in there. I mean, it makes perfect sense, but at the same time, it was, you know, something that took me back a little bit. And that was the first thing that we ate. And I'm going to tell y'all, oh my God, it was the most amazing thing I've ever put in my mouth. Now I fried, I fried my eggs over hard because that's how I like them. And then I poured this, you know, (laughs) finger quotes gravy over it. And I added five dollops because that's how I roll of sour cream to this and I proceeded to eat every damn one of those four eggs that I cooked, plus that meat crime. Oh my God. If y'all, like I said, we're going to include this recipe in the show notes because that's the new thing. You know, we're going to start including a recipe per show that uh, we've either peaked, tweaked, or didn't need peaking and tweaking because it came from like Vinnie Tortorich because we'll always shout him out and give him the credit for things. But I'm telling you guys, you got to put this in your mouth. And we're going to include the pictures of what our plates looked like when we made it. It was the most delicious thing I've ever ate. And you will find when you start eating clean that you don't get hungry like you do with eating all that hot, fresh garbage when you're eating carbs and sugars and all that shit. You don't get as hungry with eating just protein and eating right. Like we have literally, Phone Boy and I have a platter that I prepared sitting in between us with some homemade uh, onion and dill dip, which is literally just sour cream, onion powder, and some chives and some dill. And we've got broccoli, celery, and some of that three-year aged cheddar from Cabot on a platter in between us for snacking on since the chili's simmering down on the stove while we're doing our show and our after party and whatnot. But yeah, when you start eating clean, you find that you're not as hungry as you used to be and you don't snack as much and if you do snack it's literally just a little bit to give you a little bump it's like a drug addict you know you need that little protein or that little veggie bump to get you through till uh, dinner time yeah exactly and i think um with any of this stuff it, yeah it's it's yeah it's amazing how much less food you eat when you're actually eating food um but yeah, there's a, and yeah, because, because again, the reason why your body, you probably, you know, I think a lot of why people eat too much is because they're not getting the nutrients they need and your body's continually seeking that out. Um, now there's other reasons you eat too, right? And it's that we get into the what's eating you versus what you're eating. But, um, but you, you know, and again, how, you know, whether you eat mostly meat or mostly plants or something in between, if you're eating right, you're going to be satiated and you're going to be, and, and you're going to eat. You know, you're gonna, your your weight's gonna stabilize and whatnot. And yeah, I wanna I wanna I wanna just kind of you know jump in like I often do. Um, I am really proud to say that I've lost another ten pounds since the last time I checked in with our listeners, and I feel even you know driving across the country, I feel great. And I can speak from a place of experience that fasting is not bad for you. All my life, I have been told, oh, don't, you know, don't fast, don't fast, because then your body goes into starvation mode and, you know, it's going to cause you to gain weight. Yeah, you know why it causes you to gain weight? Because of the shit that you're eating 
your body is just storing it. The sugar, the grain, the carbs. When you're eating clean like we're eating, I can I fasted for two days, okay? And then I just ate protein and, you know, fat and basically what we eat. And amazing, I'm down another 10 pounds. Like I'm literally sitting right now at, oh gosh, I don't even know, like, Let's just say that I fully expect that in the next three months, I will hit my high school graduation weight. And if that happens, yeah, y'all are going to know it because y'all are going to hear me doing the SpongeBob scream all the way from Tennessee. SpongeBob scream. Yeah, there, there yeah, you go. There's your show title. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I was going to say. But the, but yeah, and unfortunately, cause, because, you know, another thing that, of course, infects your weight is your stress and my stress has been i mean honestly like I'm your stress st- has gotten better let's just be honest okay yeah. your stress has gotten a lot better since you moved here to this great state and also since we've been together because when you start going completely you know batshit over the stuff going on with your divorce you know you have someone in your corner to try to redirect you or to just hold you you know quite honestly we all just need a hug now and again ladies and gentlemen let's just face it you know um I actually, I can remember going clothes shopping probably a couple months ago, and I actually asked the woman if I could give her a hug because her story touched me. She was talking about how she was buying an outfit, you know, how her new boyfriend, you know, uh, really liked a certain color and this and that. So, you know, she was buying this outfit and she's older than me. And I found that really inspirational. Like, you know, that really speaks to the fact that, yeah, you know, you're, you're never too old for love. Wrong mute button. There's a surprise. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Give her control of the mute buttons. This is what Too happens. Too many mute buttons. There's a show title. Yeah. Okay. There's uh yeah. I've, I've, I've said, I've, I've said that on, on my, on my zooms, you know, for the same thing. But anyway, the, um, yeah, I think it, it is kind of, the, this whole starting everything has been really amazing because, you know, I don't think you're ever too young or too old to start over um but this is all you know i mean i posted you know, there's a you know it's, it's just kind of amazing yeah when you when you strip everything away it's like what do you really need and we're kind of you know we're kind of you know building up right now right it's it's just, we we started with well you know not not nothing but practically nothing and you know we're, we're and uh, yeah you get a chance to really just you know oh you okay you hit the wrong mute button again and we still have most of it left yeah, that's true. Okay, started with mostly nothing and mostly, and, and, yeah, mostly none of it. Yeah, and, okay, the brain is drunk. <laughs> yeah, the brain is drunk. Well, I'll pick up the slack for you, not to worry. I think we need to get back on the rails and you be talking about seed oils. Yeah, seed oils. Okay, so all I needed, I think the more I need to say about it, I've already talked about the seed oils. That, that that are there that it mostly everything you know the, most of the oils are dangerous and yeah it's just it's um yeah it, it, there's a lot of, and you know, there's just a lot of stuff in the you know there yeah it's you know they, yeah they're they're fat um and i don't know they're necessarily healthier but i it, and they're they're not healthier because yeah they um it's a, you're essentially ingesting poison i mean that's what that's what you know it's literally toxic waste that they figured out how to make edible um it's the way i describe it so and that's uh, the frightening part quite honestly is when you think about the fact that this shit is fda approved you know an, another example if you needed one out there ladies and gentlemen that the government is not on your side 
yeah, the FDA. Yeah. And and honestly, yeah, this is a whole nother. Um, yeah. So you got to read labels. And, and honestly, like I, I'm a big fan of one ingredient foods, beef. It's what's for dinner. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you, um, when we have a little extra money in the coffers, we're going to go get that whole ribeye that we saw there at Costco because that shit touched me in a special spot. Yeah, or get something from the, or or get a, you know, get a half a cow from the local place or whatever. Oh, that's right. I forgot we have that local uh, beef supplier. But I was talking uh, to the woman that was running the tent while the guy was in the freezer. And she said he's been having trouble getting hold of some of, God dang it. Uh, He's been having trouble getting hold of some of the meat. Um, I don't know why, you know, the national food shortage that they're creating because let's face it guys there's not actually a food shortage there's more than enough food out there if everybody just plays nice yeah and and uh, sir bemera says it correctly anybody who's been living through COVID still thinks the government's on their side is well beyond any tips for living well yeah well the funny thing Amen to that yeah well the fun okay and the funny thing is is that you know you know they say oh you know they died of covid well they had all these other comorbidities too oh you know this is perfectly healthy meanwhile they're you know they're over 300 pounds and you know and and, and everything and, and you know they've got type 2 diabetes and everything yeah those are all comorbidities comorbidities folks and guess what yeah uh, yeah that it's yeah covid is just one more th- you know it's just one more thing it's not uh, um and and the people that are having issues with covid uh they got a bunch of other issues going on too right um and yeah you know, that's so- the thing my mom got covid during this whole bullshit and uh unfortunately the neuropathy has not gone away in her face um when she got shingles so between the two she's been really suffering and i told her you know i said mom you need to really start eating clean you know let me and phone boy show you how to do this you don't have i mean yes okay you have to give up ice cream you have to give up sugar you know we're let's just face it ladies and gentlemen i don't think there's anybody out there that will not identify with the fact of being a sugar addict if you have, you know, any degree of amount of time that you've been eating grains and carbs and sugars, guess what? You're a sugar addict. Giving it up, it's hard. Okay. It's like being an alcoholic. You're always going to be an addict. You're just in recovery. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. We all have it. But let's just, you know, get down to the thing that if you want to heal yourself, if you don't want to have to depend on pig pharma, start eating right. Start like Phone Boy was saying, you know, eat the things with one ingredient, beef, pork, chicken, eggs, you know, eat the butter, ingest the cream. I really think that, you know, listening to, you know, what the government tells you, and again, you know, Vinny Tortorich, Fitness Confidential, put it in your, put it in your oracle holes, your oral holes, because it's a great podcast and it will teach you about how to eat clean. And, you know, we're not trying to steal their thunder. Hell, we're nowhere near, you know, as big as they are. But they've got a really good point that if you just, you know, eat what is natural, you know, eat the fruit that's in season, eat the vegetables that are in season, don't put all this seed oil and garbage in your mouth because it's not in your house, it's not in your mouth. That's what Phone Boy taught me. And we're keeping each other honest because there's times, you know, like today I put honey in my coffee and I know you know, that I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm probably gonna pay for it down the line with, you know, the fact that, you know, it's gonna flare up my sugar and uh, my body's gonna get pissed at me. It's also probably gonna get pissed at me for the, the whiskey and the scotch that I'm drinking. But you know what? It's a once a week thing. 
and during the week, I'm not going to do it, so I don't have to worry about it. But we're keeping each other honest in that if, uh, you know, <laughs> if he eats a whole bag of pistachios, I'm going to give him hell. And uh, likewise, if he sees me putting something in my mouth that I shouldn't be, he's going to just gently remind me that, yeah, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of that. Yeah. And and by the way, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. Um, you know, that that's, well, yeah, and that's... That's something I hope to be getting back to here uh, soon is uh, you know, now that we're uh, stationary, uh, yeah, that I hope to be able to get out and um, and actually uh, get a run in. Uh, yeah, that's going to be, yeah, the humidity here, well, the heat and the humidity here is uh, going to be something I have to get used to. But, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, really just, but I think a lot of people's problems would just go away if they start eating right. And, and I know it's hard, right? It's because there are... Um, you know, there's, I mean, and, the, and I had this challenge uh, over the last few months because I was living in a situation where I couldn't cook, uh, at least not reliably. And so, yeah, I had to rely on, you know, commercial food way more than I would have liked. And yeah, I gained some weight. Right. And so, you know, this is one of the things that were. Uh, OK, I just have to say this really quick. Um, I saw the number on the scale when Fonboy stepped on it. I want you all to know, and this is not as, as a method to shame, because I would never shame him. There's literally 70 pounds that divides phone boy and I right now in weight. He's been doing this five months. I've been doing it six months. So if that tells you, or excuse me, he's been doing it five years. I've been doing it six months. If that tells you any degree of the garbage that he had to put in his body just to fucking survive and uh, what he could afford financially, um, my situation, apparently as shitty as it was, was a whole lot better than his because I could still do things like the meat sticks from Costco and stuff like that. And uh, not to say I could cook for myself, but yeah, I kind of could. You know, if I really wanted to, if I had the energy, I could pull up my grill. I could, you know, do whatever. You know, I mean, I remember listening to a lot of times where he'd get excited simply because the kitchen was free and he could actually cook himself some eggs or something. Yeah, and... uh and yeah, you'd be surprised. At least now I can get, uh, you know, can, I can get some farm fresh eggs. And yeah, that's a that's a good thing, too. It's again, all this stuff is, um, you know, knowing where you're. Yeah. And I think it's important to know where your food comes from. Right. If you don't know where it comes from, uh, you know, and I, it's a. Um, it's most you know who knows if you know. But if you know where it comes, you know where it comes from. And it's hopefully some more local than than it's going to be in better shape. And, you know, you have to be, you know, how the animals are cared for too, because I'm certainly with, uh, you know, with pork and chicken, you gotta, you gotta know what it's been fed. If it's, if it's been fed a species appropriate diet, then it's probably gonna be much healthier than the stuff that's not, because actually the toxins that, that the animals eat from the, from the stuff that's not appropriate for them. Yeah. It gets, it gets put in their fat. Now this happens with beef on a lesser degree now. And I, now I want to, I, there's this is a phrase I, I, I say, I say to Phoenix quite often, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good right if you yeah it has a lot of applications yeah if you can't afford the the high you know the high-end stuff yeah get what you can get right um as far as uh, you know you know if you if you can only get if you, if you can only get the the you know the store-bought chicken yeah and you know if it's then then get that but go to right? whole foods if you can yeah because their chicken is air chilled and it comes out of Pennsylvania, I believe, yeah. is where well, their company doesn't, is. It doesn't matter. I mean, the point the point being is that yeah, you do you you do what you can. Eat local you know, this, if you can. Because let's you got to be realistic, right? It's like if you yeah you you can't afford the grass fed you know whatever beef. Um, it's a yeah that that's a that's a that's something to be you know that you 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 do what you can. But um, but the reality is is that yeah. But also look at it this way, right? You pay you know I know I said this pay now or pay later, right? You 
um, you know, all the money I'm saving on pharmaceuticals is um, you know, certainly well more than what you're spending. Yeah, exactly. So food. I'm willing to spend a little bit more on food just so I don't have to spend it in pharma later. Right. And, and because, yeah, like I said, you pay now or you pay later. And I never knew, honestly, in fairness, I never knew that there was a difference in meat. I thought meat was meat was meat. I didn't know there was this thing about, you know, if it's eating a species appropriate diet or whatever, it's going to affect the you know, the goodness of the meat. So, you know, I actually learned that thanks to you. Yeah, well, and, and actually, okay, we talk about grass-fed beef, and I'll just, I'll, so a little, a little digression on that for a second. Most beef is grass-fed. Yeah, actually, I'd say all beef is grass-fed to a point. It really comes down to, you know, what are they eating at the end of their life, right? Are they eating, um, you know, are they eating, uh, you know, industrial waste? Or are they eating, you know, or they or do they finish their life on grass? I mean, this is, you know, like the, like the farmer we were talking to earlier today was, you know, talking about, oh, it takes us longer to get our cows to, or no, that was cows, Pigs. it was pork, but same idea, right? So it takes us longer to get our animals to, to, a, to, a, to a selling weight because, we're feeding them a species appropriate thing. When they feed them the, um, the, the know, slop the, and the, the yeah, table the scraps and the hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the reasons why we went with that farm, which again, you, we will be having an interview with those folks uh, about their farm and about the product that they're putting out. But um, we're going to know firsthand because I'm going to be cooking with that meat and we're going to be able to taste the difference in a species appropriate diet as opposed to whatever the commercial farms are feeding their animals. Okay, yeah, you hit, yeah. Yeah, I know what I did. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is the the joy of uh, the podcasting in the same room. Yeah, this is a, but yeah. I've said I wanted to podcast in my own office, but uh, you like staring at me apparently, so we'll just continue to do this because I kind of like it. Yeah, well, you. But also, we have to set up a computer. We have to do all the stuff to set you up in the other room, and, and we and we're, we we get better sound quality this way when. We're Mute. Turn your mute button off, dipstick. You're trying to talk. What's your mute button on? No, I turned. I hit it after I d- was done talking. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Two. In- okay. How many chiefs do we got up here running this damn board? <laughs> and I and and I and I had myself muted. Lovely. <sighs> this is why I take your fucking mute button away, phone boy. <laughs> oh my. All right. Could, could so, we maybe try to pretend that we're professionals and get back on track here? No, I think I, I think we're. Was was there anything else we were supposed to talk about here? Yeah, there was a lot of stuff we were talking about, like the fact that you need to read. You know, we need to go back to reading labels, and you know, you were supposed to do some work on bringing some Vinny and some other stuff in here for actual factuality for our listeners. You you let me down. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, you know, we've been busy. We've been busy moving in, but there, there is. I'll, I will put a list in the show notes of the different way, the different uh, names for sugar, for sure. Right? The, 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 actually, the Vinnie Tartarich PDF, which is a good thing to get, um, is, is a starting point. Uh, lists uh, many of the different names for sugar, but ultimately, um, if you don't know what an ingredient is, fucking Google it. I mean, seriously, like and. Just don't take it, you know, and, and don't read the, you know, and, and just assume that the nutrition facts label is a nutrition fiction label because there's a lot of lies on there. But ultimately, at some point, they got to tell the truth. And and um, yeah. remember that remember that keto is a bullshit marketing term. That's right. Not, you know, I mean, 
it's um, you know products that don't have that uh, that don't have that label could be considered keto, and there's plenty of keto products that you shouldn't touch because it's garbage. Um, it's uh, yeah, the, it's too yes, it's too yeah. Late because tr- honestly, I mean, I've looked at <clears throat> like almond flour and shit like that. When you really actually read the ingredients, there's starch in that, which is a carb. How can you call that keto when there's carbs in it? I don't care if they're a negligible amount or not. And quite honestly, a starch is not a negligible amount, in my opinion. Well, that's right. And and also, let's look at it this way, uh, with almonds. Now, almonds, now, and this, this is something you have to be kind of cautious about, right? Um, and uh, just, so plants, unlike unlike animals that can run away from you, um, plants, uh, they commit uh, biological warfare against you, right? Because they don't want to be eaten, but they can't move. So what do they do? They make themselves bitter so that uh, so that the, uh, things don't eat them, right? Um, and yeah, and don't think that humans, uh, you know, humans have some ability to tolerate some amount of plants, but there's certain plants that can't be tolerated because, you know, think, think arsenic, think, uh, you know. Nightshade. Yeah, or nightshades. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of there's there's lots of different um, things that could potentially go wrong with that, and so um, <laughs> you have to. So not all plants are uh, are necessarily healthy for you, and, and everybody's got a little bit <coughs> different tolerance. But um, and you know, and actually, you know, um, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, you know, almonds are you know they they are they are bitter if you eat, you eat enough of them they're not that's arsenic not arsenic comes from yeah. almonds oh got it yeah so you know you eat enough you eat enough almonds yeah it's potentially poisonous so um raw almonds yeah that's you, why they roast them because raw almonds are actually toxic yeah and not only yeah not only that um you get enough of them you, you eat enough of them yeah it's yeah so, cashews you know it's really interesting to see a cashew grown I had never seen this, but I, I looked it up one day and it blew my mind to see how cashews look when, you know, they're on the actual tree. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a cashew. I'm going to be the first person to tell you if my teeth were better, which I'll tell you. OK, I'll admit it to you, to you pedal heads. I have type two diabetes. I fucked up. I ended up catching an addiction to Hall's cost drops which are nothing but pure fucking sugar and ended up giving myself fucking diabetes and I'm trying to reverse it and I'm doing a hell of a good job, I think, but I still have a long road to go. But that being said, pardon me, it also has to do with the fact that uh, it took a toll on, you know, my genetics coupled with the diabetes took a toll on my teeth. So yeah, I don't have perfect teeth. Um, You know, thanks to a dentist, I will probably have better teeth within the next year or so, God willing. But that being said, I love cashews. They're super yummy. You know what they also are? Super fattening. So that's not something that I'm going to put in my mouth, uh, except for on a very limited basis. Yeah, well, yeah. And uh, pistachios, you know, they're, yeah, they're very carby. Uh, you know, for sure. And, and I think this, this is, um, you know, there are some things that you can't moderate and they say, oh, you can have anything in moderation. Well, uh, don't tell an alcoholic, um, that they can have alcohol in moderation. And that's no, you have that double vodka. I'll be over in the corner kicking the cat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yes, Robin Williams appreciates you, you telling his joke. That's right. I stole it straight from Robin Williams and I have no, uh, no shame, but you're right. There are some things that you absolutely cannot moderate. Like you've talked about, Oreos are cracked to you. An open container is an empty container, and even one is too many. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. And so I, yeah, and I think you have to, um, you have to know what those foods are. And every, there's some foods that you, you just, you can't moderate. Um, and yeah, sugar is a very slippery, dangerous slope, right? It's very easy to, to OD on it. And, and that's why I've said you're always a recovering addict. You're not, you know, oh, I no longer eat sugar. Yeah, you do. Okay. Every day is a struggle not to put that Oreo or that Dorito or, you know, in my case, basically, you know, any kind of fruit like it's amazing okay i'm a fat kid i admit to it but i didn't get to be a fat kid eating all kinds of garbage you know i got to be a fat kid because i like food and i like rich food and some of it wasn't necessarily what i should have been eating coupled with the cortisol in my body from all the stress of you know numerous years of being in a marriage i shouldn't have been but we're not going down that road today but long story short you know i'm reversing that the fact that I can stand on that scale and know that I'm under 300 pounds, that's a feeling I can't even put into words, especially because I remember when I ended up hitting 300 pounds and how I felt about it. I kept telling myself, I kept lying to myself, I'll, you know, I'll get this under control, you know, I'll lose weight, you know, da da da. Until you start doing the right thing and you're putting the right food in your body and you're saying no to all that other stuff you're not on the right path and you're not going to be successful. Yeah, you might have a little success here, a little success there. But I'm going to tell you, when I started this journey, okay, I thought I started out roughly six months ago at 328 pounds. I'm now 270 pounds and I'm God forsaken proud to say that to all of you that I have managed. And once I reach my high school weight, like I said, I can't even tell you what it's going to mean to me considering the fact that I've been out of high school over 25 years. Yeah, I uh, I know that feeling. Um it's uh get, getting there. Um yeah, I got to get I got to get things back the other direction or because <laughs> it's because yeah, it's been uh, it's been kind of stressful and you know, it's been and you know, finally now have food that get that um you know or the ability to cook that's just a kind of an amazing thing um you know because yeah when you when you when you make your own food you know what goes in it and you can you can make the choices and yeah you might need to spend a little bit more to get quality ingredients but it's worth it do the best you can but um certainly get what you can afford that's uh, that's appropriate but don't but uh yeah don't buy hot garbage if you can if you can avoid it the boat the most important thing i think we want to tell our listeners is read labels see what's in it if it has ose at the end it's a sugar and if it's a seed oil it's no good for you if it's a starch don't put it in your mouth basically eat clean if you want to live longer because life is awesome and it's amazing and we want you around as long as you possibly can yeah so (laughs) i think but i think that i think we got to um I think I think we got through all this stuff. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Because I because I got the it's basically yeah just read the labels. But yeah, it was fun to play the game and look through some of these things that we just kind of go yeah that's hot that's a hot fresh garbage. And it's really amazing when you actually look at like there were definitely some things that you would think would not be hot fresh garbage, and then you look at the label and you go oh there it is yep hot fresh garbage. Hot fresh garbage. That, that sounds like a show title. Yeah. I think Hot Fresh Garbage is a very appropriate show title for this particular episode. I think so. Um, and, um, yeah, we uh, it's Hot Fresh Garbage and we don't have any voicemails to play. That's okay. You know, the, the more time we put into this, you know, there will be people who call in and yeah. share their input and their thoughts and whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I get a yeah. I will say that the coffee that we sampled from that Up-tempo, coffee was amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, it was their. I think it was their house blend or whatever that we that we bought. Um, I don't know. It was a medium roast. I know that. Yeah, it was. There was a medium dark. It was. I think wasn't that the Sumatra? No, it was. A, no, it's a medium dark. And no, that's a Gu- that's the Guatemalan we got. Yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, so that was. Yeah, and I'm trying to. Th- yeah, that was. I think that was. That was it though. Um, so. Um, yeah, I think that's about all we have on the subject today. Yeah, so uh, we get to, I got to I got to do all I got to do that part. Um, so anyway, we um, so yeah, we'll I guess we're, I don't know we're gonna we're gonna we're kind of going down this health rabbit hole. Um, you know, we're since we're starting over and going through all the you know and sort of building from scratch, we're trying to uh, build up build back better as it were, uh, build for ourselves, not for somebody else necessarily. So that's right. Um, so uh, with that, um, I guess uh, I guess we're gonna wrap it up. And uh, you know, if you're gonna listen on the listen on the post show, we're gonna we'll probably spend some tunes for a little while. And uh, yeah, and we will. we're gonna have a great goddamn time. We always do. And uh, so until next time, I'm Phone Boy, and I'm Phoenix, and we'll see you next time for another episode of the uh, the Lotus Effect. Uh, bye. Bye.